Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio, Zach Milbank here, and with me to preview the 2022 Host Plus Sandful League season is Sturt coach Marty Matner. How are you, Marty? Very good, Zach. Excellent. Appreciate your time, as always, on Sandful Radio, and I guess to start with, just reflecting back on the tail end of 2021, it was incredibly positive for the Sturt Footy Club, the way you sort of uh, finished the season, winning seven of your last nine games, and almost pinched that spot in the final five. Yeah, we, um, we, I guess our second half was a really positive period for the club after our first half was really inconsistent, I guess, and uh, and not up to, I guess, the level that we wanted to be. But um, I guess in terms of last year, we did tick a lot of boxes in things we did achieve. Probably the only one we didn't tick was playing finals. Mm. Um, and a couple of those things were, you know, like getting games into younger kids um, and... I guess, getting the enjoyment and belief back in within the group um, at the footy club. Yeah, definitely. Um, for me, um, that last minor round game against North Adelaide at home, 70-point win against um, a finals. Well, uh, yeah, they were playing finals, North Adelaide, at that point. Um, uh, that just must have given you such a big injection uh, going into the summer. Yeah, it, it did. Um, I guess it was... It was one of those weird games because we played so well. It's probably the best game we played all year. Mm. Um, and but it was also disappointing that our year ended on that as well. Yeah. Because I think that um, if we had you know played better in the first half of the year, that we would have um, you know I think we would have done really well in the finals. Or you know that final experience would have been really valuable for our group. But mm-hmm. um, it is what it is. Um, but as we spoke about as a group, it was really good to see us play the way we wanted to play, and especially the second half of the year. Yeah, most definitely. As a result, um, did you feel at the recruiting table you didn't really need to add a heck of a lot? Obviously, um, you've been quite selective in what you have added. Uh, well, I think that's, that was the point. It was being really selective in what we needed. Mm. Um, and I guess with, uh, you know, and I guess also too, the, the other thing we talk about is getting guys who've been in the AFL system who are student lads back to the club as well. Yep. So um, that's a, you know, a key focus i guess in recruiting is what do we what do we need you know what do we need i guess the other thing is what do you want and then also chatting to the guys from afl clubs like malachi carruthers and jared lena like they were our two real targets we wanted to mm-hmm. get back to the club mm-hmm. um and then i guess in terms of in terms of what we needed um we probably needed you know a bit outside speed um and then we also probably needed with josh Ritulo leaving um we needed some you know tall forward rucks i guess that was probably mm-hmm. the the other part of what we recruited and I guess in terms of recruiting we're able to tick a lot of boxes um you know Jimmy Matthews comes in gives us really good speed forward goal mm. kicking um pressure as well uh and then yeah the tall forwards we're able to get Daniel Scholl and um Josh Wrench to the club mm-hmm. which is a real positive and then yeah in terms of I guess Sturt kids we were able to get all Sturt players back to the club we're able to get Malachi Carruthers and Jared Lena for a little part of uh, yeah. <laughs> for a month. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess that's the positive. Jared wanted to come back and he was really excited about mm. being involved in the program. So um, yeah, so I, in terms of our recruiting, we were very pleased with that. And then I guess late we got Sammy Brewer, who yes. we'd spoken to uh, prior to Christmas. Um, and, you know, we were really keen to get Sam. He chose the Crows, but we were really excited when he, um, decided to come back to us and yeah we feel like we've done really well with our recruiting this year Excellent um, tell us a little bit about Malachi Carruthers um, what sort of role will he play because there wasn't um, 
a heck of a lot known about him even when he won the rookie spot at Sydney. Yeah, so he, as a junior here, was, I guess, as an under-18, was an you know, elite, elite runner, good ball user, um, played a bit of half-back wing. Mm. Um, then got drafted to Sydney. Um, and then I was sort of lucky enough, I, we went to Sydney uh, for one of our breaks. And um, I was able to watch him play in one of their VFL games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got to sort of see him. And he sort of, you know, he sort of improved all year and got better. And I was, I was quite impressed in his game that he played. And so um, when he did get delisted, as I said, we were really excited to get him back to the club. And, um, yeah, he'll, I guess he'll feel one of those, um, with Matt Crocker and Charlie Parker leaving, he'll probably feel one of those wing um, roles. And also now that Jared's gone, he'll probably spend a bit of time at halfback as well. But, Mm. Yeah, his his running capacity is elite. You know, he runs. He's been really working hard, and um, in his you know his work rate um, in the preseason games, and he's been fine in favour of the footy. So that's something mm. else. He's a really good kick as well. So that, we're excited about what he can bring. And yeah, you know, twelve months in the system, he's got he's developed a lot. So hopefully, he can keep developing over the next twelve months as well. Yeah, it's really good to see, and a nice story him coming back to Unley, as did Jared Lena, obviously, yep. before getting. Um, his chance with St Kilda, which is great to see for him. Um, someone who is like a virtual recruit, Paddy Wilson. Um, how's, how's the health uh, with his shoulder? And um, he must be primed for a big season. Yeah, he's excited. Um, he got to play one quarter last year. And <laughs> we've got to show, showcase what he can do in that quarter. But, um, no, he's been great this preseason. Um, he's, you know, he's really worked hard um, off-field as well in his leadership and, He's been added to the leadership group uh, last year, and but he's really, really excelled this year again as well with his, I guess, ability to be able to train and impact the group on the field this year. Um, mm-hmm. It's been a real noticeable improvement of his, uh, and yeah, we're excited. I think in one of the trials he kicked four goals, spent a bit more time forward, so that's probably the other part of his game that we'll we'll look at him playing is you know that forward role and, and trying to impact the scoreboard because we know we can do in the midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're really excited about Pat, and he's keen. He's played all three trials, and is going really well. One of the hallmarks of the 2016-2017 Premiership era under your reign was uh, the amount of local talent that was within both of those Premiership sides, and you've certainly continued on that thread uh, using uh, predominantly guys from your metro and uh, country recruiting zones. Uh, who are some of the youngsters perhaps pushing up and might surprise a few and play some early games in round one, Marty? Yeah, so I guess um, that was a, it's always a key thing with the club is you know, our, our zone and our younger kids and um, you know, developing that bunch of players coming up through our junior program. Um, and I guess this year we were lucky to play a handful of players you know, in the league trials who hadn't actually played league footy. So guys like Amos Doyle, um, Tom Emmett, Jacob Likowiak, Nick Sadler, Willa Taylor, Heath Wingard, they all got exposed mm. at league level in the trials, which is – and they're all they're all um, local juniors as well, which mm. is great. Nick being an under-18 as well. Yeah. Um, you know, so hopefully all these kids um, get an opportunity at league level this year and, um, and get exposure in the trial games will, you know, hopefully help them, you know, become really good footballers at the footy club but yep. you know, these are the kids that you know we've, we've spent a lot of time developing and, and now we're starting to see um, you know them starting to play league footy and again like last year we did it with you know to name a few Manny Liddy um, mm. you know Shoot uh, 
now we've also got, you know, Joel Tealy, Casey Voss, you know, Luke Edmonds, all these guys. Rory Ilman have all played sort of now 25, 30-plus yeah. games now as well. So, um, you know, Will Coombless is another one. Lachlan Burrows, you know, we've sort of, our last mm. 12 months, we've really developed a really strong, mm. I guess, local talent. Um, and it's been a real focus of ours to really try and develop these kids and, and hopefully they're part of, you know, our next our next uh, side that goes on to play finals and premierships. Nick Sadler in particular, can you get your thoughts on him and his pre-season? Obviously uh, a member of the Torrens University SA Under-18 Academy Hub um, at the moment and uh, obviously a very smooth-looking midfielder. Yeah, so Nick, um, I guess Nick's been training with the senior group all of pre-season, mm. um, other than when he's been at state stuff and away doing other little bits and pieces away. But, um, yeah, he had, he had a really good pre-season. But I guess his last month has been really impressive, um, both um, training and also um, trials and, and playing, so at league level. So mm. we've been able to, I guess, expose Nick at that league level. Uh, he played against South in the league and he played a quarter again on Centrals. Um, and, yeah, we're really impressed, I guess, with his kicking ability. That's probably his real strength is his kick. Uh, he's an elite kick and... Um, yeah, we think that he's you know a chance to play league footy this year and hopefully mm-hmm. um, build towards the draft at the end of the year. Yeah, look forward to seeing him come through, that is for sure. You touched on that um, Central District trial, obviously um, uh, a loss on the scoreboard, but uh, we weren't to know what you did or had with personnel, I guess. But uh, the other two trials you played uh, were solid victories too. So how did you sort of sum up your trial game period, Marty? Yeah, probably exactly like that. I thought our first two were were very good and we were building towards, um, you know, some real positivity. Um, The last trial, I guess, um, you know, we had a few players playing managed minutes. Um, Again, yeah, that's no excuse, but I guess it was more about managing and getting ready for round one. Um, Mm. But, yeah, I thought our first half was good and our second half was, um, I guess, not up to the standard that we know that we can play and want to play at. Um, Mm. I felt like we probably... Third quarter, we had four or five shots on goal, and I don't think we kicked any of them. Um, it all should have been probably a you know, goal. So, again, it wasn't if we couldn't um, get the, get in our forward line to score, we probably just didn't execute at the end. Yeah. Um, but credit essentials, I think they've had a pretty good preseason as well. They've won um, a couple of their trials as well, and they're looking like they're going to be a really good team this year as well. But mm. um, in terms of overall, the three weeks, I'm really happy with where we sit right now and, and leading into round one. And speaking of round one, you're taking on West Adelaide at High Sense Stadium under lights, so a big game there for you. Yeah, it's exciting. I, um, I think it was initially going to be a Friday night, but it got changed to Saturday night. But um, you know, we're keen to um, kick off round one, um, and Saturday night is going to be a really big game for us against Westies. Um, you know, like I said, we, we're in a good position. We feel like we, we're happy with where we are right now. Um, but yeah, Westies will want to improve on their um, position last year and you know, they've recruited really well and um, yeah I think it's going to be a really good game and then you've got uh, last one of last year's grand finalists in Glenelg at home that should be an absolute beauty and you'd expect uh, the Sturt faithful to be there in huge numbers at Wigan Oval because those clashes against Sturt and Glenelg between Sturt and Glenelg they're traditional rivals we know they attract a huge crowd usually yeah no, we, we're looking forward to um, I guess our uh, our first month of footy, that's going to really set us up um, mm. for our season. And um, yeah, I think we play Glenelg and then we play South, I think. At the yeah, Good Friday. So, yeah. yeah, so I think it's a really um, 
good challenge for us in our first four weeks. Um, and, you know, last year we, we didn't get too many wins on the board early, so it's really important this year that we can and not have to chase you know, later in the year, um, you know, making sure that we can get some wins early. But, yeah, like I said, Westies will be a really tough game for us. Um, and then, yeah, we look forward to that first month of footy for the team. And who have you got uh, assisting you in the um, coaches' box this year, Marty? Have you had much personnel change there? Uh, no, we were lucky to sort of, I guess, uh, Russell Godson's um, and Gavin Hughes have stayed, so mm-hmm. they've, um, they've stayed on. And then um, Alex Guy, who was the defensive coach, he got the job at Athelston. So okay. I'm excited about him um, you know, progressing in his coaching mm. and something that he... You know, thought that for his development would be really good to coach his own team. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so looking for someone there, we we found um, well, we got Scott Tiderman, who's been in our junior ranks um, for a long period of time and been mm-hmm. coaching. So there, so it's again another little um, good story for our, I guess, coach development internally that we can develop our coaches from junior ranks up to senior ranks. And he's been really good, and he's worked really well with our defenders so far. And yeah, um, yeah we we're going really well. And um, like I said we've. Pleased that we're able to keep, I guess, and retain a couple guys. Mm. Um, but we still add, you know, new people to the group, and internally is a great thing for our club. Oh, that's terrific to hear. And uh, I know there was a little bit of talk about it before Christmas, but uh, did Benny Warren end up coming back in a in a smaller capacity in some way to assist? Uh, yeah. So Ben's, I guess, working with um, David Odie in our juniors. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's Helping out Oates, um, I guess, with some of our league kids um, on a Monday night in what yep. we call our academy. So, um, yeah, we're lucky to have Ben at the club um, in, in whatever capacity it is. We, you know, we really like the way the person he is and the coach he is. So we're mm. excited to have Ben back at the club and in whatever capacity we'll take. And he just wanted to, I think, still have some you know, dealings with Sanford, but also yeah. too, I think his kids are at um, Westminster now and playing sport a lot more, so mm. he wanted to have the flexibility to watch them and, yeah. and and spend some time with them. But yeah, we're pleased to have him at the club um, in whatever capacity it is. Terrific win-win for both parties. Well, Marty, thank Correct. you very much for your time on Sanford Radio. We certainly do appreciate that and wishing you and the Sturt Footy Club all the very best for the 2022 Host Plus Sanford League season. Uh, thanks, Zach. Thanks for having me on.